0: Welcome to episode 215 of Planted by the Living Waters. Today we are in Isaiah chapter 4. Over the weekend we started through the book of Isaiah. And so we're um, coming up to this turn here of of Scripture. And so we've been spending a lot of time in the poetry of Scripture. And now we're turning into the prophecy um, of, of Scripture. And so... Um, put your seatbelts on because as we go through Isaiah as equal Jeremiah and even walking through some of the minor prophets, um, it can be challenging. And so, uh, But it's a journey that that is so rewarding as, as we walk through it, as we read through it, as we remain planted. Don't give up on God's word. Read it all the way through. We're going to read through God's word all the way from cover to cover and you're in this with me. And so I'm excited you're joining together with this. And let me just give you a taste of prophecy today. Um, it's very exciting, but let me also give you a warning of prophecy. We have to be very careful because with study Bibles and teachings and, I mean, even our lead teachers, the well-known names of, of teachers and preachers that that walk through prophecy, they almost make it out at times to say, well, here it is exactly laid out. We, we know exactly what's to come and how it's to come, and uh, we just don't know when it's to come. And, and I just want to warn you um, to be cautious of that, to be cautious of the timelines, to be cautious of of the the language we use, even the millennialisms and, and amillennialism, postmillennialism, tribulation, mid-tribulation and all those uh, um, dispensations, all in big words that you will hear. And you can read into them and study them and they make sense and it starts to walk through and you can see how scripture backs it up. But here's the thing is, as you see, one way scripture backs up this view, um, they have their view backed up by scripture as well. And and what you have is a bunch of different views of prophecy, which um, um, we can be very uh, misled in. And and the reason I say that is, is just before we even get to chapter four today. As you start walking through um, prophecy, you you can be blindsided like the Pharisees, I believe. Jesus stood right before the Pharisees, and he was fulfilled prophecy, read prophecy, read from Isaiah itself, and said he is the fulfillment of it as the Spirit is upon him. And they missed it because they had their expectations of how that prophecy would be fulfilled. And so my warning to us is as you get into prophecy, as we start reading through these books, let us not be so tuned into a mindset and a, and, and a process or a timeline that we may have heard for years, may have heard taught or preached. Um, and I say that because we don't want to be misled. We want to be led by the Spirit and the Spirit alone. And so we say, God, we believe your word 100% and let that be it, that it is your word that we believe. And God, we may not understand it all. We may not have a clear understanding of a way this will be fulfilled. We may not even know what you're talking about in the moment, Lord, but we trust you and we trust this word to be true. Um, but however, in the midst of that, there are things that, that we can pull out that, that it references and that it, it talks through. Just do it with an open mind. And, and what I mean by that is is not dogmatic and this is the way it has to be. We'll walk through it and we'll say, this is what it seems to be pointing toward and this is what um, Scripture seems to be backing up with the prophecy. But we're not going to um, be so dogmatic on it where we say, this is it and all the other people are wrong. Um, because I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be one who gives my view as if it's higher than someone else's when we're all trying to lean in from the scripture here, uh, especially when it comes to prophecy, and, and there's um, we can dig deeper into that on Wednesday night too when we start this, but um, I think it's important to, to have that foundation. So let's read it. It says in chapter 4 verse 2 on that day the branch of the lord will be beautiful and glorious and the fruit of the land will be pride and glory of israel's survivors whoever remains in zion and whoever is left in jerusalem will be called holy all of jerusalem written in the book of life when the lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of zion and cleansed the blood guilt from the heart of jerusalem by the spirit of judgment and a spirit of burning then the lord will create a cloud of smoke by day and a glowing flame of fire by night over the Entire side of Mount Zion and over its assemblies, for there will be a canopy over all the glory. And there will be a shelter for shade from the heat by day and a refuge and shelter from storm and rain. And so we see this picture of this coming day of, of the remnant of those who are in Christ, those who are, are, are in the Lord and, and those that will be washed clean and the filth will be uh, cleansed out and, and we would have a holy people um, before the Lord and this this glory of God there and the presence of His glory and the fruit of, of, of His glory all here. It's it's beautiful place to imagine. But don't miss what it says in verse 2. On that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious. Well, what in the world is it talking about? The branch of the Lord. And as you tie in, you can start to understand this. The branch of the Lord is a reference to, to the Messianic Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And This image is, is repeated several times throughout Isaiah and the other prophets. In Isaiah 11, uh, 1, it says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. A branch. Jeremiah 23, 5 says, Says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. It's repeated in Jeremiah 33, 15. It says, in those days and at that time, I will cause to grow up to David a branch of righteousness. And he shall execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. And again in Zechariah 3, 8. For behold, I'm bringing forth my servant. The branch, and so over and over again, we have this idea of of um, Jesus being the branch. You say, why Jesus? It's all prophetic about a branch to come. Well, do you remember what he says in in uh, um, John fifteen? He says, "I am the vine; you are the branches." He refers to himself as 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 a tree, right? As as the vine, and then we're the branches in it. And then you see even Paul talking about the Gentiles being grafted into this tree. And so there's this beautiful illustration, this analogy throughout all of Scripture of of a root, um, a tree. of of god's people and here we are cleansed and 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 we see where some have been cut off of that tree but the gentiles have been grafted into that by faith through by grace through faith in christ alone we're brought together and understand this if you are in jesus by grace through faith in christ then you get to experience this day with us one day you get to experience a place where the branch, Jesus Christ, is beautiful and glorious. And the fruit of the land will be pride and glory of Israel's survivors. Who remains will be a people, a remnant, a holy people. We'll be amongst holy people cleansed of sin. There'll be no more sin. There'll be no more guilt, shame, and death. It'll all be gone. We'll have a cloud of God's glory there and a flame of fire of God's glory there. We'll have this intimate relationship with Him right before our eyes. For there is no sin anymore. There is no barrier. We are christ and christ alone and the glory of god will surround us what a blessing are you ready for that day i'm ready for that day he gives us a glimpse though even now are you experiencing the glimpse of his glory even as he gives us relationship with him now praise the lord father we love you we thank you oh lord jesus the branch of the lord god thank you for executing judgment by your grace that you would cleanse sin lord the sin that is as caused us so much pain and turmoil and suffering lord the sin that has caused us to to break relationship and barriers with you god i pray that we would recognize there's a day that is coming where we would experience no more sin and we would be cleansed and there would be no filth and we would be holy and a remnant before you written in the book of life god oh lord help us Get a glimpse of the day to come by allowing us to experience the relationship we have with you now and experiencing your glory even still yet now. We love you, Lord. Thank you for our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.